All right, this is a Knife Journal podcast with uh, Jim Noka and Kyle Versteg, and this is our second ever episode. And today we're uh, going to make it a lot shorter. Our first one was just kind of getting started, and we had so much to talk about that uh, we kind of went a little crazy, and it was like an hour and a half long. But uh, today we're just going to limit it to one topic. And uh, first, uh, how are you doing, Jim? I am doing pretty awesome, actually. Uh, been busy all weekend, had a horribly busy weekend. We actually did a CT scan on um, the artifact oh, that we yeah. brought up from the bottom. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Is, uh, we think is a bowsprit off the griffin. And, yeah, uh, fill everybody so in real quick. That's, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I, I've been involved in this project uh, man, for a long time. A friend of mine got me involved in it. Actually, we met on the docks in Charlevoix. Um, I was changing props on a big boat, and after we started talking and, and uh, one thing led to another, he asked me to go on uh, one of the expeditions. And then, and then from there, it's just been... Uh, his wife asked me to keep an eye on him to make him, you know, make sure that he's a safe diver and that kind of stuff. So I've been going, you know, all the time, uh, ever since the, be- since that, I think it was like 95 or 94. And we've been searching for, um, the LaSalle's Griffin, which is prehistoric okay. vessel. And we found a artifact, oh, in 2000, I think it was 2000, 2001, and this summer we we actually extracted it from the bottom, and uh, it we had some French archaeologists there, and it appears to be a French bowsprit from the seventeen or early sixteen hundreds, about oh, cool. the style of of bowsprit that they would make during that period of time, and they've went on record and said that. Um, but uh, we had it uh, x-rayed for a dendrochronologist to count the rings on the. So that was kind of an exciting deal, and if you if you uh, go on my Facebook page, you you can see a couple links that I put on there for it, what, just moving it around and stuff. It was it's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw that this weekend. Now the 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 real question is, uh, what did you use for a dive knife? What did I use for a dive knife? Oh, I've been using you know I've been using a Randall num- number sixteen for good luck for about twenty years. Cool. Um, and then. Uh, uh, I also have a titanium dive knife that I use for mission that's, okay. that that I've been using. But so I've been, uh, I don't use the Randall as much as I used to, um, but I use the titanium one more often. Yeah, you know uh, that mission knives. A friend of ours has a knife out with them, Chance Sanders. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm in the process of putting one through its paces right now. Uh, I've I, Got one of the first prototypes of it um, when they first came out, and well, actually, it wasn't a prototype. It was like the first uh, one of the first 25 that they made, okay. and uh, so I've given him my input, and he's made some changes on it. And so I guess they've got a new a new version of that coming out here shortly. Okay. So you also you did some uh, law enforcement type work over the weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I worked the county fair uh, with uh, Petoskey PD on Friday night. Friday night? Friday night, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And um, had absolutely no excitement whatsoever. It was a very, very quiet evening, except for the oval track racers 
They were racing on um, its local drivers. It's kind of like replaced the demolition derby with this <laughs> with this oval mud track race. Oh, that's cool. That and so really that was that was real loud. But it was a total uneventful evening, which was always a good thing when you're doing law enforcement. That's you know when you can end your shift and with very little paperwork and everything was quiet, and your mm-hmm. your presence might have changed some things but it was a good thing that's good it was a good thing well i had a busy weekend too i was busy painting the house (laughs) that's always fun well i got this this house it's got like three stories because it's one of those kind of older victorian style houses um but it needed some paint and the very top part is so high that like there's no way i'm getting up on a ladder that tall so we rented a lift and the lift kept breaking down, <laughs> and I had to like extricate myself a couple times. Uh, one time, uh, had to crawl in through a window that was nearby, and another time there was a ladder somewhat close, and I got down that way. But uh, it was a good thing I'd been doing my pull-ups. Uh, but as you know, with house painting, um, you have to wait for stuff to dry. So when stuff was drying, I made this. Uh, they can't see it at home, but it's a, you remember, uh, that, that knife I made that was a big, um, combat knife from a, uh, lawnmower blade. Well, the thing, the things I didn't like about it were the thumb ramp and, uh, the choil and both of those I had to put in there because of, um, the way the lawnmower blade was made. So I just remade it and I didn't make any of those compromises. And so I'm just loving this thing. Um, that's a good looking, that's a good looking knife. Yeah, big seven-inch combat knife, and I, I took some of the input um, from Mike Stewart when I was making this to try to, you know, in, include a little bit of balance between the handle and the blade, and and then, um, uh, yeah, so it turned out really nice. Um, I need I need some better tools, but uh, that's that's basically what my weekend was was making a knife and painting the house and trying to deal with a lift that wasn't working. That's always exciting. Yeah, so let's let's talk about multi tools. Now a lot of a lot of people like when they talk about their knives and stuff, they're they're mainly like thinking folders and fixed blades, but if you go out and see guys that are actually like working guys and not like knife nuts, but uh, they carry a knife anyway, most of those guys are carrying a multi tool. Um, what do you that, carry? That's tr- that is absolutely true. I I carry a SOG and I don't remember the, you know, you know, my knife people love me because I never remember what the names of things are. I guess it's called a power lock. Okay. Uh, Sog power lock. And mm-hmm. I have several of these, and I really, really like them. Um, I like them so much that my future son-in-law got one for Christmas um, last year, I think it was. And uh, he he wears it every day. Actually wore out. He's a carpenter. Um, mm-hmm. he, he he tells me that he uses it every day, and he actually wore out a um, a leather pouch. Oh that, wow! That it was that it came with, and I mm-hmm. just gave him a new nylon pouch. Um, I think it's a the pouch that I gave him was a, a Spec Ops brand pouch, uh-huh. a nylon pouch with Velcro, and it's. It's a great tool. It's got very usable um, needle nose pliers. You can actually take um, 
nuts off of a bolt with it. Um, if I have any complaints about it, it would be the square, I think the square, um, they made this driver thing and it takes up, uh, it takes up a lot of space. And if I, I would replace that square, can you see that? Oh yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's kind like of a, a, it's, it's, they make a socket thing that goes on it. You can actually have like a little wrench with it. Okay. And it's almost like a chisel. Yeah, chisel well, tip or something, huh? Well, yeah, but it's got, if you can see, you see the... Oh, can yeah. You, can you see the little, it's got a little yeah. spring around the outside of it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see. And, and So it's make, really not usable other than it's that. It's absolutely not. And oh. and I, and it's fairly wide. I mean, it's, it's um it has, I don't know, it would, it would probably replace, I would say two, you could replace two blades with it pretty easy. Two mm-hmm. little, some short blades. And I'm not sure what short blades I would put in there, but... I would like to replace them with something, and uh, I actually was talking to a knife maker not too awful long ago, and they make, um, they actually, some guys will be making tools for these, like mm-hmm. replacement tools for them, like if, let's say, whatever you whatever you have, whatever brand you have, if it's a, um, let's say it's a, uh, a Leatherman tool, and maybe the Leatherman tool doesn't have a knife that you really like, it's not a very functional knife, but you don't you can actually go to a tool maker and he'll make you tools for it. Right. Which is kind of cool. So I'm, I'm actually talking about, uh, talking to this fella about making me something that fits in there. And I'm not quite sure. Maybe, maybe it would be a, a Torx head or a, or one that I can replace a, um, uh, little tip in it and use it to tighten up like pivot joints on a knife or something like that. Or, yeah, just something more usable than what yep. you've got. Yeah, um, because it's not... And, like and even a little chisel tip. Or, or yeah, something. Because you know, so, you're, maybe, always, you're always finding something to, to use those for. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what else, too? Maybe for wood carving, you could put a... Uh, literally do a sharpened chisel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because that's, yeah. that's what it looks like. It looks yep. like something like that would fit in there. But, yeah, um, going going back to what you said about customizing these tools... Uh, I've always wanted a uh, Victorinox uh, Swiss Army. You know, they make the Alox models with the mm-hmm. aluminum handles. Well, they yep. they make them with um, uh, the one that I like is the Farmer because it has the all that comes out the end of the knife rather than out of the back of the knife. Right. Um, and that's just a, a more usable configuration for me. Well, it doesn't have scissors. So... Uh, I did a little research, and I figured out how to take them all apart and put them back together and put a pair of scissors in there. Oh, so, that's awesome. Right, and I've got I've got videos on how to do it. I even figured out how to take them apart and put them back together and make them left-handed. Oh, that's right. even better, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, for guys that are listening that want a business, um, I right now you could, you could make a business just taking apart farmers and putting them back together with a good pair of scissors on there. Because um, right now, you, when you do it, you have to um, use a donor knife. Uh, so you have your Alox, and then you have to buy another knife that's got a pair of scissors on it. Um, so you're you're actually out two knives doing that. But if if somebody would just take the and copy the scissors, or even take an ex- existing pair of scissors and chop it down, you know, and make them available, that'd be better. You know, it's it's funny too because my wife uh, has. She has a one of those little Leatherman. What are the micras? 
Is that? Is that? Oh, a, it's probably a juice. Oh, it's real got teeny. A it's really, really oh. teeny. Yeah, I don't know I, what that I, is. I, I thought it was called a micra, okay. and she has it on her keychain, uh-huh. and she and it's got it's got tools on it that she uses quite a bit, and I I was at a yard sale the other day and I picked up a um, some little. They, it's called Edelweiss. Um, it was like a limited edition one, and I don't. People didn't know what they had. I think mm-hmm. they had five bucks on it, so I bought it. But it, but it's just a little two blade. I think it was two blades and one pair of scissors. And, but mm-hmm. it had a tweezers and a toothpick on it. So it was one of the little dinky ones that, it, but it actually had a tweezer and a toothpick on it. And my wife said that she actually uses those tweezers at work, and she's a nurse practitioner, and she uses them to to remove slivers. Yeah, because so, it's such a great little pair of tweezers that, uh, and the and the tweezers that they have in the kits aren't. I guess they're not that good. Yeah, if you if you get the um, most most clinics are going to have uh, suture removal kits, right? And the the tweezers in those are just terrible. Like if if you want a good pair of tweezers, um, I always have to have them open uh, like actual forceps from the operating room. Otherwise, the the stuff that you buy in the kits for a buck or two, which is what you can actually afford in a clinic, right. is it's just garbage. Hey, can you get um? Can you get good stainless tweezers? Real, my dad used to have these pairs of tweezers. I don't even know where the hell he got. They were like almost like watchmaking tweezers. They were they came to oh. such a point that yeah, you, those you, those would be micro instruments, um, uh, jewelers, forceps, and things like that. And uh, I I do a, a a little bit of micro surgery, and the mm-hmm. the forceps for those are awesome. But uh, again, they're those are pricey. I mean, those are so they're not um, in throwaway kits. No, God, no. Yeah, you're never going to... That's like a... I, I don't know even what they charge for them, but I know it's for a simple pair of forceps, it's going to be well over 100 bucks. Oh, no shit. Yeah, but they you can use them over and over again and stuff like that. So, I mean, it it pays for itself over time, but you really have to be delicate with them because one time I dropped a pair and broke the tip off, and that's the end of the instrument. You know, so... Hmm. Um, well, next time you drop a pair and... <laughs> File Break the tip off it. it yeah, yeah, that would <laughs> yeah. be that would be great. I'm I'm I am in the market for those real fine tweezers, the ones that come to a real point that you can actually dig a, you can dig a good uh, uh, sliver out that's buried yeah. in your skin. Yeah, do a, I, do a Google, do an Amazon search for like uh, uh, jewelers forceps. Okay, and you'll probably find them in there. They they if you buy a good quality jewelers forceps. Um, they should be pretty good, but I again, I probably wouldn't spend a bunch of money on it unless I'd seen them firsthand. Okay, so I've hauled us way the hell off topic. All right, we're multi-tools. back to multi tools. Okay, so I I actually just bought um, two new multi tools, uh, but, but they're just replacements because I like the two that I use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is a Leatherman Juice Two mm-hmm. in orange. It's orange handle because I drop them a lot and stuff. Um, the thing I like about that is that uh, uh, it's small, it's lightweight, uh, and it's not like crazy expensive. Uh, and the, the tools on it are okay. The scissors are kind of crappy, um, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I lost that one flying. Gosh, where was I flying? Oh, I know. I was at uh, I was with uh, Team Rubicon in that Moore, Oklahoma, and when I was flying back, I forgot that that uh, multi-tool was in my uh, bag 
and I tried to carry it on an airplane. <laughs> they don't like and that so much. No, anymore. they don't. Yeah, I was pretty lucky not to get sent to the Vaseline room over that, but um, some nice guy now has my uh, Juice Two in his pocket. Nice. So I replaced replaced that, and then the other one that I like a lot is I like those uh, Victorinox uh, Swiss tools. Yes. And I think I think the one that I had originally. Let me see. It was a um, Spirit. And that was the, the first one that they put out, and uh, I had one of those. I, I literally bought that like three days after they were released on the American market, and I've had that forever. It's been all over the world, but I was leaving to go up to your place, and I went looking for it, and I can't find it. <laughs> it's I know it's around somewhere, but I'm going to need... I'm going to need that again here very shortly, and I just don't know where I set the original one. So I bought another one, um, but I didn't. I didn't buy the Spirit this time. I bought the RS, which is a lighter weight version um, that has uh, a few less tools on it. But I liked it because uh, it was lighter weight and uh, it's for search and rescue, which to me says more adventure. <laughs> hey, did, did you have you? Um been to that website uh, multitool.org yeah i've i've actually posted on on there under the name average iowa guy a couple times okay um, now some, that's you know that videos. that's a friend of mine from knife forms right oh it is who is yeah it? grant i never pronounce his name proper his last name proper he's from he's from uh, uh canada okay and uh he's kind of a long-haired hippie type pinko no i'm just <laughs> kidding he's he's a he's a nice guy um he does have long hair. There was a uh, uh, he started out on on knife forums, and he he kind of took the the mantle of the secret secret order of the Swiss Army knife yeah, and ran so with it. Deal. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That all started on knife forums, and mm-hmm. um, uh, so then he kind of splintered off and went. He didn't splinter off because he still stayed on knife forums quite a bit, but he started uh, multi tooled I think it's multitool.org. I think is yeah, the, yeah, is Something the website, like and it's a pretty good website. They always they do a pretty fair job of uh, um, looking at different all the different multi-tools that are out there. Um, yeah, so it's, it's nice good, to give them a nice stuff. plug. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know if I could live with just a multi-tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm more of a. I mean, because I because I never have felt that the blades the knives were very good mm-hmm. um you know they don't make a very good knife here but i mean if i would i think if uh if i had my druthers i would make a multi-tool that didn't even have a cutting blade on it really yeah i oh, would so you uh, could get it on an airplane i suppose but then they're going to try to confiscate it anyway and right but but gonna... i would i would try to make one that didn't have a because i use the i do use the players all the time I mean, mm-hmm. the, all the time. I'm always using it to grab stuff. Use it to, I mean, I use it. I've used it to untie knots. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there is just a ton of different things that I use it for. And I never use the knife, never. Yeah, because you always got a knife. Because I always knife. have a knife. So yeah. my my thought would be to to come up with a multi tool that that doesn't have any. You know, it could have scissors on it. Uh-huh. Um, would would not be an issue. Because uh, I think you can take those little scissors on now, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not. I thought. Yeah, that, I, I, I still think they're probably going to try to steal your knife. Yeah, um, but it wouldn't be a knife. It would be a well, multi-tool know, with a screwdriver I, and and uh, um, a, and the other thing 
is the nail file. Hmm. I use the nail file all the time. Yeah, I. But but I wouldn't. But even then, I still would not use the knife. I mean, even if it was if if I couldn't get it on an airplane, I still am not using the knife. Let's replace the let's replace the things that we don't use with mm-hmm. something that we we can use. Um, yeah. That, the um, the nail file on there, I've used, you know, on that original Swiss tool of mine, I used the nail file. It's actually, they include a regular file with that. So right, it's like this really, has got a regular file. It's like a bastard file. You mm-hmm. know, it didn't have a father or whatever. But, um, <laughs> no, I've used, I used that to sharpen my machete, all sorts of things. And the, the, the original Swiss tool, that's the one that I took to Haiti with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't bring a regular knife. I just brought that, and I actually used that to fix um, some surgical equipment. One thing that I fixed with it was a—it's called a dermatome, and it's a machine that you use to harvest skin grafts and stuff like that. Sweet. And I—I I used it. The the power kept going out up there. <laughs> and, go figure, uh, huh? You'd have to go up to the roof and monkey with some thing on the roof, and so I used it for that. But. Uh, you know, you were saying the the blades on there aren't all that good a quality, and that that's been my experience with um, with multi tools that are made by companies that are not primarily knife makers. Right. So, like the Leatherman blade and scissors, I, I've never liked those. I've always thought they were garbage. Um, but you know, you should try. You should look at that Swiss tool. Because the, the components on that, the knife is the regular knife that you would get with a Swiss Army knife, and the scissors are the regular scissors that you get with a Swiss Army knife. So they're they're actually really good. Well, look at and, this is the this is the knife that's on the. Can you see that? Hold it up a bit. Oh yeah. That's the yeah, knife that's that's on the the uh, super tool. Yeah, I can't see you using that all that much. No, it's just it's just not. And this is Sog. Sog makes pretty good knives. I mean, yeah. S- Spencer designs pretty good knives, uh-huh. and he and he did a bang up job with this. I mean, I, I I can't say that enough. I mean, this I use the heck out of this. Yeah, and, and and to the point where I haven't even been able to keep up on what's what's new in the other tools because I don't even look at them because because I, I like this one so much. Um, mm-hmm. I originally had when when. Tim Leatherman first came out with the first Leatherman tools. I got one of those, yeah. and I and I carried one of those for a long time, and I lost it somewhere. But yeah, it was, my my dad has one of the the original ones of that. He went all crazy about them. Yeah, they 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 were great. They were great tools, and they were really groundbreaking. Well, like like we were saying, they're they're good uh, tools, um, but they're not necessarily focused on the cutting ability of the knife and the finish work on the knife and things like that right um you know a lot of them don't even you know like when you open a pocket knife there's a little spring on the back and then then the the way that the blade opens and like snaps open the way that that feels right is because of the way that spring interacts with the shape of the um i guess you'd call it the butt of the blade a lot of the multi-tools don't even have that in there so the thing just opens up and like you don't get that feel of like right. opening a knife. I I don't like that. Now now the SOG tool has this thing on the back. It's like a little lock that locks all the blades open. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever tool that you that you're extending, it has a little notch in it, and on on both sides it has a little uh, a, a little dog. I guess you I guess that's the official term. They're called dogs, and it and it, they just dog open. 
Yeah. That's the way the um, the Swiss tool was. Uh, it, you open it up, and then the blades actually lock open. Now, I, I, I wouldn't trust that lock, you know, but um, they actually do, you know, lock open enough that if, as long as you're not being a jackass, it'll probably stay open. Um, on the original one, though, that the piece that they made the lock with, the little handle thing, you can mm -hmm. see it on there, it, it slides back and forth. That was made of, like, some hot metal or something so right. i when i took mine to the jungle like it was there for literally like three hours and it was big and full of rust <laughs> well i tell you but, i would never i would never buy one of these that was not from a from a major manufacturer yeah i would not buy any of the cheap knockoffs the eight dollar 99 cent ones yeah it's just going to be garbage you know, yep. give me well, your eight ninety nine, and I'll go have like a burger and coffee or something. You know. Well, look at look at what happened to that fella that uh, um, ended up letting his arm rot off and having to break his bone because his his eight ninety nine Chinese piece of crap uh, Leatherman tool knockoff uh, wouldn't even wouldn't even cut through his flesh. Yeah, that blade and, wasn't sharpened and whatnot. Yep, and and the um, uh, when he ended up, he tried to saw through the bone when he when the skin <laughs> rotted back far enough. Oh God! Uh, he tried to saw through the bone with the little saw that was in it, and the saw blade broke. So he ended up pinching it and, you know, pinching, you know, just put breaking leveraging it. and breaking yeah. the bone. Oh geez. To get to get free of it of that rock. So. I mean, I know the last podcast I ended up with, uh, you know, always have a sharp knife. Um, you know, that guy learned a horrible lesson that way. Um, yeah. If, if you're going to carry a tool or if you're going to carry a knife, make sure that it's actually a decent quality one. Uh, otherwise, you're going to go to use it and you're going to go to rely on it and it's just not going to work. And, and sometimes it's, in my opinion, it's better to, like, you know, spend... Uh, spend a little more, you know, the, the Leatherman Juice 2, I think, is like right around 45 bucks, but but I guarantee you that you're going to be a lot more satisfied with something like that than, you know, the, the $8 freaking Chinese knockoff that you bought at the convenience store when you were buying cigarettes, mm -hmm. you know, so like... Or the, bucket, some, or the bucket o' knives. Right, yeah, the bucket <laughs> o' knives at your, at your local hardware yeah. store. Yep. Um... You know, you don't have to spend a ton of money. You're not, you don't have to buy like some custom knife stuff. But make sure that when you buy something, that it's good quality. Otherwise, you might have to like break your arm off under a boulder. Yeah, That's my threat. <laughs> yeah, not awful. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine how. I mean, you know, I give the guy a lot of credit. I mean, he definitely is a survivor. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but I tell you what, I mean, that's that's uh, you don't want to have to deal with that. No. I mean, and. and a couple things that he did wrong with that, it was kind of interesting because, you know, you you get to the point where he was using a cheap Chinese, you know, super tool or Leatherman tool, whatever it was, cheap tool. And um, had he done some things proper to start with, he would have not been in that position to start with, which apparently he didn't tell anybody where he was going, didn't mm. think it was a big deal, yeah. you know, kind of nonchalantly. And, if, and you look at it, I mean, he nonchalantly... Used, but picked his tool, picked his uh, uh, the type of equipment that he was going to use, mm -hmm. and didn't think very much of it. 
you know, I'm sure that his climb. He was an avid climber too. I'm sure that his climbing equipment wasn't. Oh yeah, they'll they'll spend like crazy. They'll spend like twenty dollars on one carabiner. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, so I'm sure that it wasn't that he didn't have the ability to know the difference between a good piece of equipment and a <laughs> piece of equipment. But uh, he didn't think that it was that important to have a good good knife. Yeah, and and literally sometimes you. Your knife will get you out of some serious trouble, if not save your life. You mm-hmm. know, so you know, spend spend a little bit extra getting the good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it, tell your wife to you know buy the thirty dollar pair of shoes instead of the three hundred, and take the savings and take her on a date, and then get yourself the good version of that knife. <laughs> and that that's funny. So speaking of this uh, sort of doing something stupid at search and rescue thing, did you see that there's another kid that that just went uh, into the wild? I saw there's this guy out in Oregon. Oh. He was yeah he was some kid was driving from Washington to Arizona. He's like some college kid and he's all obsessed with that stupid movie about uh, uh, that kid that went off up into Alaska thinking he was like Jungle Man. Yeah. With like a bag of rice and then like died of starvation. Yep. Well, um, the. Uh, no, there's he some didn't other die of starvation. Kid. He died because he ate the wrong thing. Yeah. He, he ate some beans. He ate some beans or he ate yeah. some, some flower or some plant or something that was poisonous. Mis- mis- well, supposedly. But it, it, again, it, this is like a. I read the book and it, it's like. I think they're they're kind of trying to like play it like he was poisoned that he didn't starve, but he weighed like seventy pounds. Right. You know, and in my book, you were starving if you weigh seventy yeah. pounds. Yeah, that's true. But um, it's you know we'll probably never know. I think he probably did poison himself, but at any rate, um, there was another there's another kid. I saw a link on Facebook today. Another kid like like was all obsessed about that movie and he just disappeared like a week ago into Oregon and it's getting to be winter and so they're asking for people to go out and help and try to find him but um if he doesn't want to be found you're not going to find him no um but uh anyway so there's another one of those uh you know stories of going out with minimal skills and knowledge of the area and and it, well, his dad even said, like, this kid has no experience in the outdoors. So, now, yeah. Now, do you think? What do you think is the cause of that? Do oh, you think that that's a. I, that's... I certainly sympathize with the feeling of wanting to get away from people. And one of the one of the things I really like about doing stuff outdoors is when I'm out there, um, you know, I don't have to deal with people. You know, I leave my phone at home and. You're like a million miles from anywhere, and you, you kind of get in your own headspace, and you have time to think and, and slow down. So I definitely sympathize with that. And it, it sounded from reading that book, uh, Into the Wild, that that's what the the main character was going for. Um, so I get the appeal of just trying to go out and, and you know, live off the grid and all that, but uh, maybe maybe execute, like, a, maybe a little better plan, <laughs> you know, like cash some rice somewhere you know right go out provisioned at least because there's there's very few people that can actually live off the land and we've we've talked about this before and if if you don't have like a very good knowledge of the flora fauna and everything else in the area and a huge area to be able to go out and 
forage and do stuff, you're just going to die. Right. You know, somebody's going to find you like in a in a cave somewhere a hundred years from now, just all bones with your like death note. <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's mean to me, but you know, at some point you have to realistically look at the situation. It's like you want to be alone, okay, but like tell somebody you're going there. Right. You know, in case in case there's a problem. But, right. No, that's that that is true. I mean, I live where I live because because of that. I, right. I don't I don't like to deal with big city traffic. I don't like to, you know, when when uh, when they close uh, when they close a road and cause a lot of traffic jam backup. Okay, I might have to wait for um, you know ten minutes because of a traffic jam, mm-hmm. a ten minute traffic jam. And I, and I have friends of mine in D.C. that deal with, you know, four-hour traffic jams, and I can't even fathom how the heck you do that. Yeah, well, I, you know, I grew up uh, out in the country, so yeah. I didn't even grow up in a in a town. I grew up ten miles from the nearest town. Right. And right right now, I live in a town of three thousand people under protest. <laughs> you know, like just because I'm married and I've got kids, it's under protest that I yeah. live in in a town at all yeah but uh you know someday when when the kids are all moved out and whatnot maybe i'll get my my dream but uh anyway uh you want to wrap it up yeah well no i hate to say goodbye i hate to see you know i i enjoy i enjoy the bullshit session yeah you know i mean it's always kind of fun to 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 chat about the same kinds of things that we like uh and it always it always a lot of times it ends up back at I'm so happy I live where I live. Yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> well, and I'm I'm happy I can be out in my yard uh, operating a makeshift forge, <laughs> pounding on steel, and my neighbors don't uh, don't kill me too much. I um, just uh, I moved my anvil over the weekend. Um, I have a little anvil that I'm going to mm-hmm. mount on a log, and uh, I was trying to uh, I was trying to look at, through my log pile see if I had anything big enough around. Uh, that I could mount it on, but I think I need to go get a bigger, yeah, something stump. bigger, yeah, bigger yeah. stump. So I'm thinking uh, if I can find a if I can find a willow log, I think that would be the ideal, right? Yeah, I, I have like a, I think mine is ash or something. I don't I don't know what people use honestly. I'm not experienced enough in that, but um, yeah, I have an ash for mine. But uh, well, that's that's episode two. Uh, in the can yeah we'll try to get one out to you real soon uh actually they can't even find this yet unless itunes is updated but uh it'll be shortly they'll be yeah within 24 hours so uh uh look for us on itunes and uh go to give your plugs like knifejournal.com yep knifejournal.com like us on facebook um you can get us on Amazon, iTunes, and uh, Google at the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. and it's available for all the all the uh, Android tablets and um, or the newer Android tablets, I should say. I shouldn't say go back to the beginning because somebody might have like like an original Android 1.1. I don't think it'll work. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> something that like you turn it on and like cobwebs come out of it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 but. Um, the uh, iPads, the amp, the 
Amazon Kindle Fire and Kindle Fire 2 or Kindle Fire HD and um, and all the, and pretty much the recent Android stuff. Sweet. Uh, we, we were not available on the Windows one yet, but soon maybe. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. All right. Have a good stay out of trouble and uh, stay safe. Keep your safe. knife sharp. <laughs> keep your keep your knife sharp and your friends sharper. And ah! don't buy garbage. <laughs> and yeah, don't buy cheap crap.